0: So before this podcast, we talked a lot about, you know, advice for people just coming in. I was saying that you were a design director at RGA and also at Droga 5. And for people not familiar with these agencies, they are just like massive. Like Droga is huge. And I would imagine that you mentored a lot of people during that time. And what is your best advice for people just entering the field? You know, I'm thinking today about people just entering. What's your advice for somebody just starting out?
1: You know, I get asked this question a lot. And like, so I taught, um, I'm on a break right now, but I taught at SVA as well. And a lot of my students would ask me that. I have been asked this question so many times, and I still don't think I have a good answer for it. Um, What I will say is, you think you know what you want, but you don't. You think you have an ideal of uh, the life you're going to live. And I promise you that's not going to be what it's going to be. I had a very clear picture of what I wanted to do and I didn't have the words or the framework to be able to understand how to get there. Um, So twofold. The first is if you have an idea of what you want, even if it's not going to come to fruition, start with reaching out to people who do what you think you want to do because like, if I, if I could go back, I would reach out to the people I admired most that were doing the things I thought I wanted to do and say, like, can you explain to me or, like, tell me a little bit more about what you do on the day-to-day because it looks amazing from the outside, but the reality is it's probably very different than what you would think. Right. The, uh, the second part, do things outside of what you think you want. So I had a student who... Uh, wanted to be a motion graphics designer and I taught interaction design and the entire time the student was like just so against doing work in my class. Um, And when I spoke to them, they were like, well, you know, I want to be a motion graphics designer. So like, why would I, why do I care about this stuff? So one of the projects I would give is a a museum assignment and you would have to go to the museum, do research, interview people, come up with some insights with the insights you would come up with an idea and then you would build out a product a digital product based on that idea. Um That's and it cool. would everything but the code. Right, right, right. <laughs> code code was like an extra additive if we have time, but right. usually that entire process is a a lot. Right. Um so yeah, it was it was a it's a fun assignment. There's there are some really creative solutions that some of the students came up with over the years, but you know, they they really like we're against the idea of, of doing interaction design, but ultimately I can't tell you how many times most motion graphics designers do strictly interaction based motion. Right. So like I kept saying to them, I'm like, you're literally going to be doing this, whether you want to or not. And in order for you to do your job effectively, you need to understand the parameters of interaction design so that you can, you can be, and a valued asset in your job
0: right otherwise you're so, gonna get fired I try and tell people this <laughs> they think I'm joking they think I'm like trying to be like edgy I'm like okay like you're, you're gonna leave here you're gonna barely just barely get a job and I'm like the yep. second day they're either gonna have mercy on your soul and fire you in two weeks or you're gonna get let go of the first week like I don't I don't understand why people are like yeah like I'll figure it out on the job like somebody will look out for me it's like no they won't there's a no. CFO who has like Somebody like, you know, right underneath their you're, thumb. And if, and they're looking at the numbers and they're moving the products and they're looking at yeah. deadlines and it's, did this person deliver on this deadline or not? Yes or no. Are they a liability? And the second you're a liability, you're out. That's a hard yeah. reality that I'm really trying to get to people that are listening to this podcast and in school. That is how it works. And it still works that way. Even when you're almost 30, same shit.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, the, I mean, so you better your, be good. You know what particip- I mean? Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. You're you're part of a business. You are a bottom line. Yes. What like you're valued on on a cultural level, on like the social level of the environment. Yes, of course, there's value that you bring. Right. But from a business perspective, you are a bottom line.
0: Yeah. Here. And that person can move, that person can get let go. That person who was covering for you now doesn't work there and they helped you with your decks yep. and you don't really know how keynote works and somebody just came to you and they're like, Hey, like in fifteen minutes we need this thing and you're gonna get like found out and you're gonna get fired. And I'm saying this not to be negative, but saying it to be like, you know, if you're in school and you're like, I'm gonna go work at Google and I'll figure it out as I go and people will teach me. This is kind of what you and I were talking about before this podcast. It's like, there's not really time for that to happen. You need to at least have a baseline where you're an asset to the company and then we can talk about mentorship, right?
1: Yeah, well that's, so like partially, there's two things, like partially what we talked about you know, there's not enough hours in the day and there's not enough hours built into a timeline for me as a director to not only do, to, to organize and, and, and structure things in a way that we meet our deadlines, but also teach. Right. Uh, ideally, that's how it would be. I would like being a teacher, being a director, I would love to be able to sit there and be like, OK, here's all the things you need to learn. Here's
0: the- Here we go. White reveals, black conceals, but there's no time.
1: there's no time so a lot of it is like you the actually you know what this is the best answer for your question earlier i'm just right here right now okay the best thing that any student and out of just graduated um student can do is learn how to learn by observing yes so Watching what other people are doing, having the wherewithal to like ask questions to someone more senior and say, hey, I saw you do this thing with this other thing. Can you show me how that's done? Can you explain to me what you did? If you see someone with amazing designs, like observe what they're doing, watch the decision making, under- listen to what they're saying as they explain the idea and the way they talk about the idea. Right. And then if you have more questions, inquire talk to them, understand like what, what went into that? Because honestly, not enough people have the self initiation of like, just wanting to learn. They just expect to be handheld or spoon fed the answers. And that's not how
0: the industry works. It's not acceptable, right? Yeah.
1: Right. And that's, that's honestly like, again, I, I told you, I like say yes to things, even though I'm not comfortable saying yes. Part of that is because I know yeah. I'm not going to be like told how to do the job, but I will learn by observing those who are in that environment. And I can, I can pick up best practices from my peers.
0: Yeah. I always try and have empathy for people just starting out. Cause you know, on the one hand I'm saying like, you know, like you're going to get run over and you're going to get fired. Cause I'm just trying to be real about it. But then I also have empathy. Cause I understand that those people like have not yet had that experience. And they came up in this like, you know, they went to high, they went to middle school and then they went to high school and it's like, like chase your dreams, chase your dreams. And then college, and it's like a little more discipline, a little more stress cries. And but then like, (laughs) but, but then like, you know, you're still going out into like the real world sort of thing. So I have empathy for people that don't like haven't yet had that experience yet. But the self initiation stuff, um, I can't tell you how many times like I've gone to like a college or something and done like a talk. And I'm like nobody special, but, you know, like I have a podcast that's like starting to get legit. And I'm telling them like, you know, I'm an idiot. I made this happen. You can make it happen too. Like it's really easy. If literally anybody in this group of 200 people wants to message me and get involved with this podcast, I will put you on. I will get you exposure. You can put it on your resume. Hit me up and like no one does no one does no, no one, one does. does and and, and I, I just want to like go back in a time machine and go back on that stage and be like you're all full of shit cuz you all looked uh, at you all looked at me like nodding your head like yeah yeah i do want to do the hustle i do know about gary v i do know about this stuff it's like yeah but like unless you're doing the tangible action and you the self initiation you ain't doing shit and for so many people, whether it's like the judgment of their others, it's like that thing that we talked about earlier about, you know, people not taking it seriously, but I could literally get in someone's face, scream in their face and be like, This is a viable career. You can go yeah. you could leave work every day and get a brand new pair of Jordans if you just get your shit together and watch like ten YouTube videos and really pay attention and have the discipline to learn. And then everyone just well, wants to c- cry about it, you know? Like it's so annoying. Sorry. Well,
1: the discipline, the d- I'm no, yelling. Don't like, I'm,
0: I'm yelling. You know what this is? I'm yelling at my younger self right now. That's what it is, because because it, it registers with me, because that's how I was, you know.
1: Registered. I mean, th- it, it. The reason I'm able to say this stuff is because I went through it myself, you know. Right. Like the greatest, the greatest teacher is hard lessons, right? Yeah. So I.
0: Yeah, real life. Experience. I had.
1: Yeah, I I have. Uh, <laughs> I had a, a friend who used to say that um, I like to it, go through the hard lessons for the story at the end. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have had a few of them.
0: Oh, um, me too.
1: But, but like, it's those failures and those like hard times and those, um, you know, the the deep deep-seated imposter syndrome that right. I was experiencing that led to my successes. And part of that also was just like I was a very young person being put in very experienced situations. Yeah. And that and and as a woman, which is a whole other conversation, but right. to be a young woman in a situation a, where I'm with a bunch of men who are much older than me and more experienced, right. that is extremely intimidating. But those hard lessons were extremely valuable. Yeah, totally. So-